This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. If you're thinking, I should go for a run today, but it looks like it could rain. Sierra says, save on epic rain jackets. If you're also thinking, but I can't go out in these beat-up old running shoes, Sierra says, save on top brand running shoes. And if you're still thinking, but I'm also busy performing brain surgery, well, then we say, you really should have led with that. Sierra, let's get moving to your local store, like now. Go! Hello and welcome to the Comedians Playing Fantasy Premier League podcast with me, Matt Ford. And me, John Richardson. This is the podcast where we follow the highs and lows of the FPL teams of some of the country's funniest people. A little later on, we'll be hearing from Emily Dean, an FPL manager high on confidence, as she's currently joint top of the Comedians Playing Fantasy Premier League. But in this modern world, you can't live without balance. So for that, we will be hearing from one of the managers at the bottom of our league. Matt Ford, how are you? I'm good. As we know from last week, I've made a lot of changes. Yes. And yet, you know, this this is the first week in, in the FPL League history that you haven't gone down the league. So how does it feel to have sort of really stabilised? Well, yes, you're right, actually. Looking for a positive, you're absolutely right. This was a kind of a net zero uh, week where mm. no one went up or down. And I, I, in a weird way, that was sort of great relief. The problem is... Um, is that this narrative that I'm terrible at it has kind of seeped into, <laughs> I don't want to be too grand about how well this podcast is doing, but into the general British consciousness. People are talking to me about it, mm. including our good friend Russell Howard, who mm. came on my radio show at the weekend, Rock and Roll Football, with myself and Matt Dyson, and it, it, it frankly humiliated me. Do tell, because obviously I, I usually listen. Uh, what did Russell say? Russell said that um, my team was so bad, it was like a man held hostage trying to get a code out. He was looking for <laughs> hidden meaning in it. And he wanted me to win because he said, I am making that dead-eyed northerner look like an expert. Referring wow. to you. Oh, oh, okay. A bit, bit harsh when I wasn't there to defend myself, really. It's rock and roll football, mate. It's not question time. <laughs> So uh, Russell will be joining us in a couple of weeks. So if you want to hear more of that, frankly, brutal analysis, we'll dig into that with Russell in a couple of weeks. Let's move on to something that, that cropped up last week, the idea that you are a jinx, that you're so bad at FPL that it's it's almost not your fault. Let's talk about the curse of Matt Ford, because when you talk about the narrative being picked up uh, in wider conversation i've had messages from friends of mine I, my friend nick messaged me this week to say I, he's having an argument with his brother a genuine argument where his brother is convinced that you are deliberately being bad to help this podcast and i had to explain to him no no he's really just clueless he's really that bad um and, and one thing that came up last week was the idea that some sort of curse um the curse of matt ford as it's been uh, dubbed the, the 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 idea of this is, of course, that you draft in a player and that player has something bad before them. Now, 
one of the things that people have greatly enjoyed is is that you are one of I would say six managers in the seven and a half million playing FBL who saw the two week break as a chance to really make some early changes. You know, whereas a lot of people, now I'm not saying it's a right or wrong thing, but some people thought let's not make the change now in case that player breaks their leg or doesn't do very well for their country and comes back upset or, or something else happened. Whereas you thought, let's make the changes early so I can really relax over the next two weeks of internationals and watch my squad deteriorate when it's too late to do anything about it. So so for those who didn't hear last week, you made 20 points worth of substitutions. One of the players you brought in was Davinson Sanchez. I'm going to read you now um, a tweet put out by Telegraph Football uh, yesterday, which says Spurs are expected to hand out fines to Christian Romero, Giovanni Lo Celso and Davinson Sanchez for going against their club's wishes and flying to red list zone countries for World Cup qualifiers. So talk to me about the curse of Matt Ford. <laughs> I mean, you, obviously, you know, when you say it like this, you know what I feel like? I feel mm. like an innocent man in the dock hearing my words read out by some snooty barrister saying, but you are, are you not, Mr. Ford, mm. in a mm. WhatsApp group? And I go, mm. uh, yes, yes, I am. And did you not, in that WhatsApp group, say to one of your friends, suck my, <laughs> you go, whoa, 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 it was banter. Then you're like Richard I... Keyes going, it was banter. It For was... the benefit of the tape, I'm currently showing the defendant a picture of what I believe to be Davinson Sanchez licking toilet door handles at airports across Europe. Now, I put it to you, it was the wrong decision to bring him in this week. Yes, it was. You know what? Obviously, I didn't, the international break, you know, this is genuine. And I know this sounds thick. I love it when you talk like this because I know how how, <laughs> how how deep it's got in you. Let, let, let me just, let me just, go on. This is the logic and I know it's wrong. And now I'm going to say it out loud. <laughs> I know it's thick. But because the international break is basically time off, in my head, I'm like, well, we've all got a fortnight off. Mm. So everyone's off. So it doesn't occur to me that people are getting injured. Even though I know they're going to play, I'm like... Oh, this is when football has a break. So I'm like, yes. oh, damn it. I've thought about this the wrong way. They're not having a break. They're flying to red zone countries and getting injured. And I just <laughs> think, oh, man. So I think one of the things that that, that can be a problem with, with uh, fantasy football, and I've certainly found this, is you get too into it and you become too much like the manager of an actual team and you start finding yourself giving press conferences in the shower things like that, you know, it influences your opinion of footballers in real life based on the performance of your FPL team. You've gone so far the other way that you're basically a club manager who before the international break has said to his team, by the way, look on the notice board on your way out. That's the team for Tottenham away in two weeks because I want you to be able to relax and know who's playing regardless of whether you break your leg playing for your country or not. I mean, the the logic of it is just staggering. This to, to declare a team two weeks in advance anyway, let alone with all the stuff that might happen. People are talking to me about this in in daily life. I, I face mean, to face, face to face. It happened the other night. So I've been working up some new material. I'll be touring next year, and um, I did some new material the other night. And um, I mean, this has happened at more than one of these gigs. People like wait behind. And I thought they were going to say, oh, you know, I love the show or I loved your book. They were like, um, 
can I ask, are you deliberately bad at FPL? <laughs> I said, no, no. Another guy was like, oh, if you want me to give you advice. People are literally approaching me in the street, like mm. some sad case, like some charity case. I could need help. I think that's the worst situation, though, isn't it? Because they've just seen you be bad at comedy, so they're perhaps wondering, maybe this is his thing. Maybe he pretends to be a bad <sighs> DJ, a bad comedian, and bad at FPL. Maybe that's his, his sort of ruse. That stings because on one of the nights... I had pretty much died on my ass. <laughs> I was like, oh, man. Oh, I'm so just sorry. seen me be terrible at comedy. There. Now we're going to talk about how bad at FPL I am. Yeah. Um, Still good news about Notting Hill Forest. <laughs> Someone's actually set up a Twitter account called Ford's yes. Nightmare. At Ford's Nightmare, which has 25 followers, which isn't bad that this is just a troll account. And it's a, it's the, the bio says, money in the bank, Matt Ford in my dust. Location, Matt Ford's head, rent free. And 25 people are following this. And the whole account is just dedicated to trolling me. I've had this before, John. I don't know um, if you remember this. Um, mm. We'll have to bleep this. But when I first started on social media, and I used to do talk sport, some guy set up a Twitter account that was just at Matt Ford <laughs> And it had my face that he'd taken from my Twitter account. And he'd just periodically tweet me, you are a I'd get tweets that were like, at Matt Ford from, at Matt Ford, you are a And this, Matt Ford, Ford's nightmare may well be from the same creative brain that brought you at Matt Ford. I mean, it's a tad more advanced, isn't it? It's it's a real, and do you know what I like? Because I'm not, I'm not a fan of internet trolling. You know, I, I don't think that's the way to go. But let's be honest. Whoever has set up this account, and we genuinely don't know, let's make that clear, this has really got to you, right? Well, it's just, it's just, obviously, I panicked early. And what everyone's saying is, why have you used 20 points? You get free transfer every week. You should have just mm. done incremental change. Mm. And I don't know, I've just never been a believer that incremental change creates radical results. And that's what I'm here for. And it's turned the situation round. Um, and that's why I've, I've I've done what I've done, and I'm now having to live with the reality of people coming up to me face to the first conversations I'm having with people after a year and a half of being in the flat are about how bad I am at FPL. So I mean, the the big news this week, Matthew. I don't know if you've seen it. Um, probably isn't going to influence signings you might make, which is probably just as well. But um, have you seen the news about Sean Dyche this week? Yes, it's that he used to eat worms when he was at Bristol City, and we would eat rainworms. This is according to to an ex teammate, uh, Soren Anderson, who who did a podcast, not ours. Apparently, there's other podcasts about who knew. Doesn't sound like the sort of thing I'd like. Nah, um, but he, he said that it was horrible. I'd never experienced anything like <laughs> it. I was like, "Whoops, there's a rainworm," and then he ate it. <laughs> and I presume it's what young people would call a baller move. It's just disgusting, isn't it? It's sort of like doing it with a dog turd. Like, oh, mind out for that dog turd. Mind out, I'll eat it, mate. No, no, don't, don't, don't. Oh, God, he's done it. Oh, God. Yeah, I mean, it's just a, it's a, it's a moment, isn't it? Where you go, I'm mad me. I'm setting the boundaries of this relationship. I'm eating worms. It's not as if, though, when people say, oh, Sean Dyche eats worms, it's not like he's going to Bella Italia. And going, oh, I'll have the uh, bruschetta, please, and uh, and the worms, uh, medium rare. It's not like he's actually yeah. like consuming them for yeah. joy. Alfaccio spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> 
we have to point out for legal reasons as well. I mean, this, this podcast is is a new enterprise. We don't yet have the money for lawyers to back it up. So Sean Dyche has said, for the record, I definitely don't eat worms, which is the sort of statement, if you have to make it, you probably got bigger fish to fry. But you sent me some nice food this week, John. I did. Well, I thought, you know, given that you have the chili challenge to come, I thought you might like something a little bit more pleasant to, to wash the taste away. So what what have you got there? They're called BioBite. And these are the edible coffee cups that Manchester City is selling coffee. They're not that big, but they are, um, I think, um, how many calories? 56 calories a cup. That's quite a lot for a cup. Oh, that's awful. Yeah, it's tiny. You know what it looks like when there's like little free plant pots you get, a seed in? I mean, it's a real, if you're talking about reducing the impact on the environment of football, and your first thing is, I tell you what, people who've got the football bloody love a coffee. I mean, make an edible pint glass by all means, but the coffee cup is like, how many coffee cups are you using? Seven? Who's having a coffee at the football? The thing is, the whole thing's not edible because there's the little holder that it comes in, so you've still got to dispose of that. Yeah, and they've also they've also put out a statement saying you don't have to eat it; you can still recycle it. What? Which, no, that's it, pointless. You're going to eat it, though, aren't you? Oh, I'm going to eat the whole packet. Look at them! Look at all them juicy cups we <laughs> eat. That will sound when people are approaching you asking why FPL's going so badly and things like that, and you say. Oh, sorry, I've got a bit of Windy Pops. I just ate a packet of cops. People are going to think you've had a breakdown. Yes, they are. They are. But people think I've had a breakdown already. So actually, for me, in a weird way, things can only improve for me. You know, the cup thing is a kind of, I guess, some sort of charming addition to this sort of loser persona. They're like, oh, my God, he eats cups. You know, like there's mad people that go, I've got a mate who's a squaddy and eats pint glasses. Yeah. Since we haven't done the uh, having a pint with a duck yet, what about when you have the pint with a duck to really encapsulate the risk that somebody will see you and think you've had a meltdown? Why don't you drink the pint out of one of the edible cups and then eat the cup? A whole pint? Just in I case. Keep. Well, you keep, you keep topping yourself up, mate. Maybe I, could I just, just like the idea them. that somebody sees you in a park chatting to a duck and having a can and then you eat the cup. Or maybe I could just put something for the duck in there. Wouldn't it be nice to offer the duck? Oh, some? lovely! Well, oh, maybe the duck could eat the cup. Do you I think a duck ju- would know it's an edible cup? Uh, if I break it down and scatter it, uh, almost like a sort of cup burial, um, <laughs> and then the the duck would just eat the sort of flotsam of it, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. Well, no, I'll, oh, I'll make sure whoa, 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 whoa! I'm not picturing the duck in the water. Let's clear this up. When you go for a pint with a duck, I want to see that duck on dry land. I don't want you just sat <laughs> near a duck on a lake. Use your head, mate. Of course I'm going to try and get the duck out of the water for the pint. But after the pint, we're going our separate ways. I'm not bringing the duck with me. I'm not moving in with it. <laughs> so then I'm like, there you are, mate. That's basically his kebab at the end of the night. I'm like, have an edible Man City cup. You have that. And I'm going into town to meet my mates. I've got the taste for it now. I really hope the duck just looks at you in a way that says, seriously, though, is everything going all right? Just stop making changes. Quack, quack. Break down. I'd be like, what? I mean, if I, to be fair, if the duck does say something to me, I'm then obviously having a breakdown because ducks can't talk. So then we're in a whole different realm at that point. Of all the challenges we've done so far, that's that feels to me more like a present than a challenge. Yeah, I mean, you're about to do a challenge that is going to leave you sweating and toilet bound for two days. The, the pint with the duck would have to go very badly for the same to be said. 
I and the people demand satisfaction. And so I will invite you now. I sent you something this week. Did I not? This is the chili challenge. So what I want you to do now is two things. I want you to get up the Comedians FPL League. I yep. want you to open up the package I sent you. I want you to eat the package. And then I want you to read the league from top to bottom. Name of team, name of comic, and points. So... I'm going to film myself. You are now on the podcast listening to Matt Ford filming himself. So here's Matt Ford telling people, watching the video, what's about to happen. I'm Matt Ford from the Comedians FPL podcast. I am about to undertake the Chili Challenge, the forfeit for having been bottom of the league in game week three. John, this is the one chip thing, isn't it? What's it called? It's called the one chip challenge. It's uh, the hottest tortilla chip available. Morning. Products should not be consumed if you're pregnant or have any medical conditions. Well, I've got some medical conditions. I'm asthmatic. I've got gout. I've got eczema. Here we go. Anyway, if this is how it ends. This is how it ends. What a way to go. <laughs> Don't say that. What is this thing? I want to see Whoa. how red it is. Okay, I'm going to tip it out. Black dust is coming out of this thing. I'll tell you what, I'm going to try and just like... Why won't it move? Is it alive? <laughs> Ooh. Oh, God, it's black. It's black. <laughs> oh, my God. Mate, when you see this thing. Nora, look at that. Oh, my God. It's just covered Is in... Is that safe to eat? You sent it me. Is it safe to eat? How do I do it? You just tell me the rules now. Pop it in your gob. Chew it. <gasps> chew it around a bit. Swallow it. And then read the uh, read the league. Okay. How's it going? Oh, 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 What are you feeling? It's like being stabbed in the mouth. It's like being stabbed in the mouth. Can't see. I can't see. <laughs> I can't, I can't say. Rock, top of the league, number one. Mo Mani, Mo problems. <laughs> Sterling. It's making me a cup, it's so hot. Number two. <coughs> number two, Dogs of Warlock, Emily Dean. Joining us shortly, Emily Dean. Oh, let's go. Number three, the flying piglets. Number five. Oh. <laughs> it's all going to come out the back passage tomorrow. I need water, but I think it's going to happen. Number four, we also probably John Richardson. Number five, Big T United, Tom Davis. Number <laughs> six, <laughs> wet blanket, Reese James. Number seven, not ruining us. Paolo, Tramit, Zani, by Danny Carr. Number eight, Serberton, Mannix, Chris McCall. Cause on number nine, who farted Nathan Cater? Number, <laughs> oh, number 10, Saturday Murder Club, Richard Osman. 11, no jacket required anymore. Number 12, Hemorrhoid Wednesday. It's right at the back. Number 13, oh, no fat pizza. 11, Josh Riddicum. Number 14, Tidus Tesco back. Let's work at 15, social distancing. Oh, can I whisper it? Is that allowed? Yeah. Number 16, the Del Boys, Paul McCaffrey. 17, how soon is now, David Pettit? Oh, it's no use. Pure pain, heat. Not even heat, it's just... Ugh. Is that eating um, thorns? 18, Manford all season, she has Manford. 
Nineteen. Trophy wives, Macy Adams. Twenty. The pet shop boys, grow pets. Twenty-one. Question mark. Daddy Julian. Twenty-two. We're getting near there. We're nearly there. You're nearly at your own name, so you know you're at the bottom. Twenty-two. The Greenish Sherman, Alexandra Haddo. Twenty-three. Nephews United, Laura Smythe. Twenty-four. Rob Beckett. Twenty-five. Nothing Hill Forest. Matt Ford. Twenty-six. Atlantico <laughs> Crawley. Robin Shankar Nathan. Twenty-seven. Self Drive Hire. Sean Walsh. That is the comedian's FBI. <laughs> Okay, joining us now is uh, manager Emily Dean, uh, Dogs of Warnock. I suspect I'll be doing some of the heavy lifting in this interview due to the just the physical pain. I, I, I'd love to say that as your friend that brought me no satisfaction, but I thoroughly enjoyed that. And I hope the audio was as satisfying as the video. If you're listening and you want to see what that looked like, he's still just his tongue hanging out like a dog. Um, that video will be available on the Comedians FPL Twitter feed and through Matt Ford's Twitter feed. And it might even be on the news, depending on what happens in the next 24 hours. Let's get Emily on. Emily! So, Matt? Yes? I mean, I am quite shocked, honestly. Oh, because mate. No, but on, is everything all right? Oh man, that's the sympathy is the worst thing. I'd rather people be angry with me. It's the it's people the look in people's eyes. They're so sorry for me. I mean, you are behaving. I mean, it's quite erratic behaviour. Mm. You were sort of throwing money around like the lotto lout. Then I saw you were making transfers every forty-two minutes, and then well, you, know, you played your wild card in the community shield or something. What are you? What's, is everything all right? Honestly, I, I'm just eager, and I really want to do well, so I'm just throwing myself into it. Um, Emily, you should know by the way that I've just eaten a very hot. Um, chili chip that it was a forfeit for finishing behind John in game week two I think and it's the hottest chip available on the market and I'm in physical pain and my, my face is um, sweating so if I sound my mouth feels like it's it's been stabbed um, okay so I'm in a lot of pain and, and obviously the, the game isn't giving me any respite now Emily you've always been a very good friend to me please help me how can I be better at FPL John that's the most tragic thing I've ever heard yeah, I, I, I've tried to help him, but it sort of sounds sneering coming from me. I think he doesn't trust my advice. You know, he does need to hear it from a friend. So um... I, I tell you what I think, Matt. My advice would be whatever your gut tells you Matt Ford would do, don't do that. Especially this week. I mean, your guts are going to be in turmoil. Your guts are going to be telling you to do awful things tomorrow. I know. <laughs> The problem is, is that you know I want to play it my way, Emily. You understand that you're you're a you're a strong individual. All right, Frank Sinatra. <laughs> we don't want limits placing on ourselves, do we? I don't want the man telling me what I can and can't do. What do you have a philosophy? Do you have a do you have a, a sort of is there thinking that underpins your team because you're so good at this? What are the tips you could give me? Well, that's definitely staying in that bit where you said I was so good at this because honestly, <laughs> I am really good at this, aren't I? <laughs> Joint top of our league. John, I've been noticing you, though. Bielsa Bubbly, you just creep mm. up on me. You're an irritant. And... Well, do you know what's interesting? But my success has been because <laughs> of the... Basically, everyone in the league who's doing well has Salah and Fernandez. I don't. They've had a bad couple of weeks. I've snuck up. Looking at your team, Dogs of Warnock, and we'll find out why they're called that in a moment, mm. you, you're in a very interesting middle ground because you have a lot of those players who've been able to... You've got Ben Rama, you've got Antonio, you've got Ings, those players who 
aren't the big choices but have snuck in a lot of points. But Salah's in there as well. Son's in there as well. It's it's a good balance, that team of reliable week-in, week-out megastars and the best of the rest. It's a really good team. Well, John, I mean, I, I, I don't want to take all the credit. Um, I got some advice from Jonathan Ross, who said to me, uh, why don't you play Anthony Joshua and Andy Murray up front? Mm. Then he said, play 2-4-1-1. And I said, do you know how many players there are? And he said, yeah, keep some of them back. Surprise everyone and confuse them. So that wasn't much good. You know, so- the awful thing, I took his advice, Emily. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, it's a shame he's not in our league. It sounds like Fordy would be at least one one position further up. Well, you know, what about when I said to, uh, there's a producer friend of mine, Anne Matt, and let's call her Daisy, because that's her name. And uh, she said, she was talking about the league and she was asking, she went, oh, it's so exciting. Oh, that's good. You're doing well. Where's Matt? And I broke oh, the news, no. Matt. And then she said, oh, where's Romish? And I said, oh, he's sort of somewhere down the bottom. And you know what she said? Yeah, but he's so busy. He's got so much work. He doesn't have the time. Also, I mean, people say, do you take it seriously? I honestly have never taken anything more seriously in my life. I know that's quite uncool to say that. It's just embrace the fact that I'm a bit overcautious and fastidious. What do you think of Matt Ford's tactic of making 20 points worth of changes heading into a two-week international break? I mean, what's wrong, Matt? Why are you doing these things? My forehead is on fire. <laughs> I don't know why it's I'm the only forehead. thing about you that is. No, you know what I would say, John. You know what I would say. But I think this is your eating. This reflects your current mental state, doesn't it, Matt? Chilies. Yeah. Um, I asked if you're all right, and you're clearly not. It hurts so much. Like my, I must. I don't know why I've touched my forehead or something, but I, my forehead's on fire. What? That shouldn't be one of the symptoms. It doesn't say that on the warning. <laughs> Why don't you touch the FPL app and see if you can turn that on fire? Yeah. You know um, what I find, though, guys? What's di- what, the only thing I find I'm struggling with a bit is just the amount of injuries. I'm finding... So Son, he's got 75% chance of playing this week. He's got a shoulder mm. injury. Shoulder injury. I mean, how bad is it? Mm. They're just always injured. This is Someone had a tummy bug. The, like, a tummy bug? Football? Yeah. Ooh, testify. Richard no. Osman's... Uh... <laughs> Richard Osman's suggestion for an improvement in the game was, you know, a more accurate system of are they going to play or not? And this idea that everybody is 75% regardless of the injury, he found very frustrating. Well, it's just, Um, it's really difficult because you just kind of think, well, actually, I've got my team. I can't have Sonna. Ronaldo is a tricky one because I would recall from the obviousness of that. I tend to avoid the Grealishes and the Ronaldos, to be honest, but I I think I am going to try. I mean, I don't want to give too much away. I can't. Just on the grounds that Ronaldo does that thing that when you see a a heavy gentleman who lifts (laughs) the top up and just rests it on the beer gut, it's such a wonderful self-effacing statement that just says, you might as well see what's going on there, and I can use it as a shelf. He does that with his quads. He lifts his shorts up and just tucks them behind the bulging oh, yeah. muscle on his legs. Oh, it's gross. It's unpleasant. <laughs> it's not nice to look at. Emily, when I hear you talk about your team, and obviously it's called the Dogs of Warnock, when you oh, talk yeah. about your Grealishes, it brings to mind a classic generation of football manager, the sort mm-hmm. who pluralises individuals, your Terry's, your Lampard's, your Chelsea's, your Aston Villa's. Are you in that mould? Is that how you see yourself, almost as an Allardyce or Warnock of this league? 
Oh, I mean, that is old school managers shouting obscenities in bad anoraks. That's my king. <laughs> <laughs> I really miss Neil. I miss having him in the pro. I love him so much. Why? And, well, you know, Matt, because I treat, you know, Neil's rants, I treat them like episodes of Friends. Like it's like the one where Neil said, shut up. <laughs> and have you, have you played FPL before? No. You're kidding me. I'm an FPL virgin. No way. Yes. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Well, do you remember, John, when uh, Matt asked me to play, I responded by saying, oh, it's all so complicated. I don't understand it, Matt. How will I do it? I'm going to be rubbish. So, Gamesmanship. You played yeah. me like a cheap fiddle. You hustled. I knew what I was doing. I just <laughs> knew I was going to put the hours in because I'm very competitive about things like that. Oh, it's paid off. Well, you know what? John, I've taken your approach. You, John, are you quite sort of? You're quite a fastidious person, aren't you? Yeah, I think you could say that. Yeah, I think that's 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 one of the kinder thing that's been said about me. <laughs> if you, if you describe me in a way that doesn't need to be bleeped on this podcast, then I'm going to very much take it as a compliment. And fastidious is absolutely fine. Don't you think? I think in a way, by coming to it with fresh eyes, that's almost given me the sort of advantage of I'm not laden down with baggage. And also, I I made the huge mistake of being loyal, and I will never ever do that again, ever. I think you have to be. I mean, it's really sociopathic about it. I've gone from Patrick Bateman in American Psycho. I've just decided I'm not having any Arsenal players because it's too painful. It's too painful, you know. Um, Emily, as well as being manager of Dogs of Warnock, you're also a big Arsenal fan. We can't yeah. have one without asking you, what the hell is going on? Oh, you're getting your revenge now. You see, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's how bad Arsenal are doing. That's the first time Matt Ford's had the upper hand <laughs> since we launched this podcast. <laughs> the worst start we've had to a Premier League season, I think it was since 1954. <gasps> and I realised that Churchill was Prime Minister. Wow. It just feels awful. That's why I'm obsessing over fantasy Premier League because that's all. This is all I have now. Mm. But there was this whole thing. Yeah, see, that's again Matt Ford doesn't have that because Forrest are doing so well. So he doesn't <sighs> again. That's another reason. But I saw that Maitland Niles thing. Did you, you know that Instagram thing as well? Yes. I mean, that was awful. That reminded me of that. Do you remember when Peter Odin Wingy turned up to? Um, was it Loftus Road or something? Yeah, trying to get signed. He just said, "Can you t- can you take me? Can I come here?" I can't hear the name Peter Odenwinger without hearing it said, not in Jim White's voice, but in Matt Ford's impression of Jim White. That is the only way I can hear the name Peter Odenwinger. Peter Odenwinger is turned up at Loftus Road. (laughs) There you go. Something good I've done today. I'm in so much pain. Are you? Good. So what did Maitland-Niles do on Instagram? He said, all I want to do is go where I'm wanted and where I'm going to play. And then he added Arsenal. Which is a bit like, you know, when there's a breakup post and someone says, if you can't handle me at my worst, you sure don't deserve me at my best with a picture of Marilyn Monroe. He was basically doing that. But also, surely he doesn't have to tweet his employers. Like His agent will have a channel. I mean, he could just phone Mikel Arteta, surely. I like that he did that, though. That's like, I love the idea of anyone in any other job doing that, just directly... (laughs) saying that, posting to their employers. At Pimlico Plumbers. It's such a gift. (laughs) It's such a gift that footballers have social media accounts. I mean, I I literally cannot think of a reason why they would have one. You can get anything. You can ring anyone and have anything you want. And you still choose to just risk it all 
with one tweet. Because they want to connect, John. They want to connect. Hey, it's great connecting with you guys. Thanks for helping us connect, man. I love the idea of Pimlico Plumbers doing that. I just want to go where I want <laughs> If you're a fan of Neil Warnock, may I assume, and not, not to cast aspersions on the man, but that you may also be a fan of Sean Dyche. Um, they're of a similar ilk. What do you make of the news this week that he eats worms during training sessions? I mean, when you say, am I a fan of Sean? I mean, he he's in my top three. Um, but David Pleat as well. I was a huge fan mm. of his. Oh, um, David Pleat. What was it you liked about David Pleat? Because he had a very um, nasally voice, didn't he, David Pleat? I think he'll be happy with the job he's done, Les Seeley, but I think Steve Hodge did better there. I love that impression. Um, yeah, it's good to see you recycling the Brian Clough voice there. <laughs> Not the impression we asked for, but <laughs> by all means. I've stuck 50p in the vending machine. I wanted a Twix. I'll take a Mars bar. Of course I will. You listen to I'm his hungry. commentary of the 1989 Littlewoods Cup final that I still have on video, and he's very, he's very, very like Clough in his sound. He does talk yes. about Les Seeley. He's got a kind of nasal way like that. It's David Pleat. I'm commentating on the football. Oh, it's becoming Gary Neville. <laughs> Did I tell you, Matt, ever that I was once told that I looked like Nigel Clough, oh. which is the strangest lookalike. And they weren't saying it rudely. It was like, I mean, the weirdest lookalike I've ever had was a cab driver who said to me, has anyone ever told you you really look like the Tin Man in The Wizard of Oz? Who are you hanging around with that they're saying this to you, Emily? And my sister tried to make me feel better by saying, you know, the tin man's got really nice eyebrows. <laughs> what I think about when I think of the tin man. Um, so Sean Dyche, I love that mm. worm story because, you know, don't you think, I bet when you read this, you kind of barely batted an eyelid. You just, if you'd have read that about any other manager, imagine reading that about Guardiola, <laughs> you'd go, oh my God. But yes. I just sort of thought, it was like reading Matt had lost 20 points this week. You just thought, oh, yeah, he eats worms. His denial. Did you yeah, I it? mean, that's the thing, isn't it? It's it's one of those stories that deny, you, you can't win. If you say you did it, that's bad. But you deny it. Every, literally nobody said, well, yeah, he probably doesn't do it then. Everybody went, yeah, he definitely still eats worms. <laughs> of course, he's denied it, but he definitely eats worms. Didn't he say something like he said, I did not eat them, I sopped on them. Ugh. Yes, you, you worst thing to you do. Get one of them nice big juicy worms, hang it out of your mouth just on the edge there. Ooh. I, I've just realized a, a terrible thing. What? Today was meant to be a double chili challenge, so I've, I've still got another one to do. Are you gonna do a gummy bear now as well? I'm a man of my word. So these are um Emily, these are called Satan Spawn. Ooh, dear, dear, dear. Oh you little rutter. <laughs> You're starting to sound a bit like Neil I was just going to say, I'm sure Neil said that. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, good God. John, I've got some challenges ideas for you, by the way. That's one, what I was about to ask. Oh, please. Well, I thought it was timely whilst Matt has a... <laughs> uh. So, these are my forfeit ideas. Mm -hmm. I want you to... You have to... You or Matt... You yeah. have to style yourself as a sort of cut price Jack Grealish <gasps> with the hairband. If you don't have a goatee, there's a thing called eyeliner you can use. I want eyebrow grooming, 
maybe some fake tan, and you have to post it on social media, and I, there's no comic reference to it. That is such a good... Oh, man, I need, need, need to win that. Who do you think will look worse, John? Um, well, I mean, I, I, I caught sight of Matt Ford's receding hairline earlier while we were while we were getting ready for this video, and I... I sort of, I'd like to see you in the in the days and weeks you've got left of having enough hair to do a sort of Jack Grealish centre parting. Oh, this nonsense! I've had this my whole life. I have a high forehead. This is what sixteen people have been saying. You're going bold. You're going bold. I now see people that's told me I was going bold, and they are going bold themselves. <laughs> I've always had a high forehead. Do you, do you want to end this with, needless to say, I had the last laugh there, or are you just happy for the partridge reference to go unspoken? No. I now see people <laughs> who told me I was going bald, and they are themselves bald. They are. They are. They are. So I was like, ah, I've still got my high forehead and a load of hair behind it, backing it up, pal. <laughs> yeah. Look at you. And I don't <laughs> mind people going bald. My dad's bald. Some bald, you know, bald people are some of my best friends. <laughs> but it's the taunts that I have to take. I think it's fine, Matt, if you're going bald. But I'm not. Okay, okay. I'm okay. not, Emily. Believe me. Okay. Do you think it's all the worms you eat that might be sending you bald? Or are you going to deny eating worms as well? I've got something else to eat. Uh, um, I've got the antidote, actually. Well, I hope it's the antidote. You know Manchester City serve some of their half-time refreshments in um, edible cups? Do you want to hear what it sounds like when I bite into it? Ooh. Well, it's crunchier than I expected. You know what it's like? You know what it says to me? Waffle cone. <laughs> oh, my God, it's a waffle cone. Oh, this is so nice. Do you know the best food story I ever heard? I think it was an article I read with Gary Barlow, and he said he was so obsessed by not being able to eat when he was in Take That at one point, you know, because they wouldn't let them eat. He said he woke up once and he was dreaming and he was licking the pillow as he'd been dreaming it was a giant Twix. <laughs> Who licks a Twix? Sucking worms, licking Twixes. What's the matter with people out there? Says the man eating a cup. Do you have an improvement for the game? We offer people the chance to bring in a chip. Um, I do have a suggestion. Can I just say, John, do you have to do all the sort of admin of this? Does Matt just eat weird things and you have to do all the sort of... Well, I mean, the idea was it would be 50-50 on the forfeits, but it is turning into a sort of administrative nightmare now. <laughs> I, I've taken on a PA to sort out all the things I have to send Matt Ford and all the prompts to make him fulfil his obligation to our listeners. So, yeah, it's, it's becoming a bit of a burden to oh. me. Do you know what? I'd relish the chance to just dress like Jack Grealish and, and put a tweet out. It'd actually be... Uh, uh, I'd free up some time. Oh, mate. You know what? It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Because <laughs> got to, at some point, even just probability dictates that one, one of these weeks, it's going to be right up your end, pal. And I can't <laughs> wait to see how you deal with all this. Because... I'm just saying like I'm saying like yeah. a rat in some scientist maze just being prodded and observed and, and they're laughing, they're rubbing stuff in my eyes and they're all laughing about it. Make it eat a cup, oh. look at it, it's just a thick rat. Oh, I was gonna tell you, so my element, my sort of element that I'd introduce, I think you should be penalized by let's say three points every time one of your squad does a sort of overly elaborate goal celebration. Oh, I think it's remarkable when you see ones that have clearly, there's a few people involved. I just yes. don't know how you have the sort of, the hubris to go up to another player at training and say, look, I know it's only Thursday, but I've got this thing where <laughs> if I score on Saturday, I, I want to pretend to be a tractor, but I need someone to be the farmer. So are you up for 
I just it's sort of the act of a seven-year-old, isn't it? That they've planned it in advance. All and that, what's remarkable is it was such a view of footballers. They never forget. You never see someone have to go over and you never see them get cross. Like, you're supposed to be the golf club. He was going to be the ball. You're the club. And you forgot. And I ruined it. And you made us all look stupid. They all remember and they play their roles. I know. That's the element of it I think I find a little bit heartbreaking is the idea of them in their bedroom sort of planning. Oh, it just makes me feel it makes me feel a bit tearful. Yeah, it's remarkable. When they're timed right, I, you know, I, I agree with you. Sort of too much planning is sad. But like, I don't want to live in a world without the dentist chair. <laughs> and nor do I want to live in a world where Gaza didn't score for like six weeks. And then the dentist chair came out at a point. Like the season after. And oh, God, yeah. Sort of like watching, I don't know if you went to see like a political comedian, they were still doing like Ed Miliband or George Galloway or people like that. Oh, no. Like in it. Oh, Dusting off a David Pleat impression or something like that. You know, that that level of sort of tragedy. That was a world premiere. I've never done that before. (laughs) That was an ad lib. I happen to like the David Pleat impression. (laughs) Thank you very much. Who's the person in our league you want to beat? We're, we're trying to set up these beefs, so we're asking oh, each person beef. to nominate. Like, if there's one person that finishes above me, it's yeah. going to really upset me. It sounds like there's a there's already a frustration between you and Ian Sterling. No, do you know what? Um, enjoy your win, Ian. I hope it makes you very happy. I've got to be honest, John, you, you okay. are... Because you're on my case. I can see you behind me. And yeah. you're just creeping up all the time. Little two points, cheeky three points there. Okay, interesting. Be- because you think we we have a similar approach. And me, me, what 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 of me? <laughs> what of me is the smoke tragedy? By Matt Ward. What of me? <laughs> I'm looking on the internet and I can see a copy of Neil Warnock's Wembley Way, <gasps> signed by Neil Warnock. Oh. Let me put this to you. If you if you beat us this week, so in in the next game week, we're going to buy you that signed Neil Warnock yeah. book. You know that would really that would be some lovely uh, bedtime reading for me. It weighs zero point three eight kilos. If you um you know you if you if someone who judges judges a book by the weight, <laughs> and we can trust the seller because they've got one hundred percent positive feedback. Wow. It does have a small tear at the top of the spine, and it has a seventy five percent chance of playing next week. <laughs> I'm really happy with that. I've got a novelty team. Can I give you my novelty team idea? Yeah. Yes, please. What's Romish got? Players whose names start with the letter R. Romish Ranganations. See, that's quite good. Rovers. Mine is a bit more niche, and it's people who could be characters in a Dickens novel. Okay. So how about this? Jordan Pickford? Yes. The Pickford Papers. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, like a young lad making his fortune in the big city. But even Luke Ayling, like mm. words that basically mean things, are, are, are what makes those Dickens surnames great. Yeah, Do you know, I've been I've been working on a Luke Ayling gag for years, and I've never got it right. So, are you all right, mate? You Luke Ayling? It's getting there, isn't it? It's not. One day I'm going to use it in the right situation. It's like I found a key, and one day I'm going to turn a padlock, and it's going to open I up. I really Narnia. like it, John. It's just the problem is he needs his middle name. He needs a portmanteau name, doesn't he? So the beginning of it is ah uh, yes, Luke like you. He needs his. It needs to be Luke like you're ailing. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, we'll workshop that gag over the season. Um, look out for that. When 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 all the uh, when all is said and done at the end of the season, wherever we finish in the league, I will have a serviceable Luke Ayling gag for my tour, well, maybe yeah. for the lead state. 
I don't know how it'll fly elsewhere. Who's going to win? Uh, Who do you and Matt predict is going to win this um, FPL or league? Well, I'd put money on you. I, th- I think you're a, a, a total favourite. Really? That I think. Well, I think you really thought about it in the right way. Mm. I think. Yeah, I think, I think it will depend horse. on you're a newcomer because we've had similar we've had similar fortunes so far. That week one, I think we were both in a bit of trouble. John, have you got money in the bank? Because I've got one point two in the bank. Well, I, I have just at the moment because I am planning a big transfer. So uh, at the moment, I've got a little bit of money in the bank, but that is purely because I recognise at some point I've got my eye on a, a young player. I don't know if you've heard of him called Romelu Lukaku. I will at some point be be transferring. I think it's I think it's Son Young Min. I think it's Son. What's, you're you're going to lose Son. I think so. Me yeah, too. I think he's that's ten million sitting there, and I think with the return of Kane, you know, we've had a good time together. It's lovely holiday it. romance, and you and we'll just give him yeah. aftercare, and then he'll be on a lovely night. lad. I wish him all the best. I wish him all the best. <laughs> Apart from when I transfer him out, at which point I hope he doesn't score again for the rest of the season. Yeah. What I would say, I'm starting to have a serious question mark over Shaw, I'm afraid. But I feel so loyal to Luke Shaw after the Euros. Well, you're Honestly, Matt, that just sums up where you're going wrong in this whole thing. Well, I had Maguire and I got rid of him sharpish. Uh, uh, uh. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. What? Matt Ford, you ate a chilli. Yeah. <laughs> Give me a minute. <clears throat> Are you all right there, Matt Ford? You're Luke Ayling. Then you say, I'm fine. I'm fine. Are, are you sure? You don't look sure. Oh, that's Maybe that's amazing. what it is. I think that's probably me done for this podcast. So, Emil, if you want to step in and present with Matt Week on Week now, <laughs> I'm happy to retire on that gag. Undefeated from forfeits. Well done, John. And Emily Dean, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you for joining Thanks us. Thanks so much. I'm sorry for your loss. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you for your thoughts at this time. <laughs> Don't forget, there's still time to join the Listener League, which is being topped by Ben Ra- Ben Ramarana. I think I've said that right. Sam Morley is the manager of that team. A fantastic pun, John. You like your puns. Yeah, really good. It's a current player. It's a valid pun. I like it. If you'd like to join our Listener League, details are on our Twitter feed and in the description of this podcast. Just a quick shout-out to some of the new teams. Gary Head's new team, Aaron Wan Bissaka nil. Love it. Yeah. Good. I'm glad you liked that. I was really feared that you were going to um, take against Gary Head's wonderful wordplay there. Yeah, um, and that's one of those that will stay with me. So whenever I hear the name Aaron Wan Bissaka now, I'm going to say nil in my head. So that's, that's the sign of a good pun when it, it, it makes your life worse. C.M. Emmons. I wonder when, you know, when people don't just give you their name. I wonder if that's Christopher Matthew Emmons or uh, Carly Marty Emmons or whatever his name is. It won't be Christopher is. Matthew. Will it It'd be like Consensus Moripole or something like that? You wouldn't go for C.M. unless you were trying to hide something, would you? Maybe it is Carly Marley then. Maybe it's Carly Marley Emmons, which would be a great name. So don't hide that in initials. Cupboard Monopoly Emmons. Oh, great name. Studied at Eton. What's uh, the pun? What's the pun? Romelu not built in a day. No. Whoa. No. Doesn't. No, I'm not having it. CM Emmons, if you could get in touch, hello at CPFPL, yeah. and just let us, dot com, let us know what your name is. We would love to know. On that note, 
That's all we've got time for. Enjoy the return of the Premier League. And remember to keep tweeting us at Comedians FPL with your ideas for forfeits. And feel free to email us any obscure news stories you want to alert us to. You can email us at hello at cpfpl.com. If anyone's got a number for a duck, do let us know. Remember to like and subscribe. And remember, if you're a player in Matt Ford's FPL team, remember to look both ways before you cross the road. (laughs) Join us next week while we'll be joined by comedian Rob Beckett. Bye. Bye. Having another cop. Yeah, quite nice, actually. (laughs) Great snap.